From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 231 for the week of December 12, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel and you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson and Tony Spatel. And we have our special guest with us, Wayne Toygo. In this segment, Tony has his review of the Carthay Circle Restaurant at Disney California Adventure. Tony? Okay, it's perfect that Wayne's on the show because I'm going to start it off in a Wayne-esque way. <laughs> hello everyone. So, yes, hello Are Wayne. Are you going to tell us a story? I'm well. No, I'm just going to start with the first line of a story, okay, and cool. then go into my normal going all over the place. But a long um, time ago in a galaxy yes. far, far away. Sometimes in your life, you find. <laughs> don't laugh. Sorry, I'm serious, and I knew you wouldn't like it because you're Tom. You don't like anything. Sometimes in your life, you find the most amazing, incredible person. Sometimes in your life, you have the most amazing, incredible experience. And sometimes in your life, you have the most amazing, incredible meal. And if you're lucky, you get to have all three at the same time. And that's what happened and happens at Carthay Circle Restaurant. The most amazing person with the most amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not referring to that. Is that called a number three? Yeah. And And the most amazing restaurant. Okay, let's just get this out of here right now. Blue, okay. Blue Bayou versus Carthay Circle, butt kicked, get out. Um, <laughs> Carthay Circle versus Steakhouse 55, it was nice knowing you. Really? Carthay Circle versus Napa Rose, huh, you tried, but you're not in the same league. Not even, like, I'm just, this is going to be the most superlative podcast I've ever done. So you're Ooh. saying Andrew outdid himself with the Napa, or with the Carthay? Carthay is the, it's the perfect restaurant. Like, it was, Amazing. Like I cannot I know I'm like like listen to me, I'm hyperventilating, I'm getting excited about it already. Um it You're like was, a little girl after her first date. I am. I guess well no okay, so it's funny you say that. So we'll start with first of all the atmosphere, I think a second to none. It's nice. And it's not like Disney nice, it's nice. And so right there, I mean you're an adult. And the one thing about Disney is you get the the people with the mouse ears, nothing against that. But you're an adult, and it's a it's a very like I think it's more of a it's a quieter atmosphere than the other restaurants, and I just loved how nice and special you feel when you go in there. And so we started, my girlfriend and I, with um, some drinks, and of course because I'm trying to be a man, I asked the guy a <laughs> manly drink, knowing that I normally drink girly drinks, and um, he got me a Manhattan, mm-hmm. and. I had a couple sips and that was probably about the rest of what I remember. Um, I'm, that was, that, but it was like, it was, I mean, very well poured, if that's what you say. And it was great, but I'm a lightweight, so that was hard for me. Um, she got, we can't remember the name because we didn't take a pic, because I didn't take a picture of my bed. Um, and there it was an exotic, um, drink that had lavender in it. Yes. Okay. I know and that. And it had Luxardo maraschino cherries. Ooh, what are those? The greatest cherries in the history of the world. Oh, okay, sorry. Like, and I don't even, like, I'm not like Mr. Cherries, but oh my, they were like candy. And mm-hmm. so, 
Yeah, they were freaking amazing. You're going to hear freaking amazing a lot during this podcast. So, um, Am I going to need to bleep you again? No, freaking. Okay, sorry. You know, like, freak out. Doom, 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 doom. Okay, no. Anyways, so Luxardo Maraschino Cherries. And what was nice was the guy, and I don't remember his name, but since we have to bleep out the bad ones, we're going to not say who the good ones are. Um, <laughs> he, um, he, uh, exp- he explained the drinks to me and explained the Luxardo Maraschino Cherries to her and... They were great. I mean, they were really good. And I mean, the, the lavender one, you think lavender, but it wasn't, I mean, it was like, one thing throughout the whole night was everything was perfectly blended, if that's the right word. And I'm not a chef, but every, all the, everything was perfectly balanced with flavor. So, I mean, like if they said, okay, we're going to have a, I'm going to make this up right now. Um, we're going to have a dirt mixed with, um, we're going to have dirt from outside mixed with cement. And a little salt on top. It would be perfect. Well, I didn't know if you put these three things together, it would taste well. Not that they do that, but I'm just saying everything <laughs> amazingly. Like there was nothing where you would, oh, I taste it. It was just all great, right? So there was a drinks, and we hung out downstairs, and we were doing the we did the world of color mm-hmm. um, package. So this won't be a full review. I'll be going back. I'm just letting you know. We'll both be going back. Um, spoiler alert, if you couldn't figure that out. Um, but um. The, uh, the world, so we, we get upstairs and then our server seats us and we mentioned that, okay, we've got world of color. It's, you know, we were only a couple hours away. It's like, oh, well, this menu's normally going to take two and a half hours, but I'll see what I can do. Okay. Right there. Remember we talked about Blue Bayou, how unaccommodating they were? Right. Right. She was like immediately, hmm, okay, I'll see. Talk to the chef. Okay. We're going to be able to get it done. Like it was like her challenge. I'm going to do this for right. you. I mean, Service second to none. She made sure that we were going to be able to get to World of Color no problem. What's interesting was there was a couple sitting next to us that didn't realize the same thing, and then she sped up their meal. And as I go into the, the, the separate dishes we had, the um, what was amazing was how you could, in that short of a time, because it's supposed to be a two-and-a-half-hour meal, produce such amazing quality. Again, I told you. It was freaking amazing. Like, if you're going to speed it up, then, okay, maybe the quality goes down somehow. But it didn't. It was, like, it was incre- – it was – It's. You, I was – you know, we talk well, about what Disney is great at and, like, what they're supposed to do and, like, the great Disney experience. This restaurant does that with food. Like, well, one so- of the things, Tony uh, – not to interrupt, but one of the things um, – that's involved in that too is the timing they want you to enjoy your appetizer when you get to a certain point then they'll have them start your entree just because so they can actually scooch that process up for you you know and not leave as many waiting moments which is nice they did it perfectly and um like two and a half hours typical yes Okay. Okay. That seems long for a, especially the pre-fame menu for World of Color. Two. I did go on a weekday, but also, and I'm not remembering it exactly in Manhattan. Are you during um, dinner hours, too? Yes. But um, even so, the fact that she was, I mean, she made sure that we got what we wanted. Right. We weren't, like, we're like, oh, we're sorry. We're sorry, and she just made it happen. And again, we talked about Blue Bayou and the knowledge of the food. She knew everything. Like, this server knew everything about the food. Everything. Including the fact, so it's like, it was, it was night and day. It was, it was night and day. 
And what was interesting was that she mentioned how that the menu is could change that day. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. chef to farmer's market to get the vegetables. You know what? I don't like butternut squash. We're not having butternut squash. Like, incredible. Like, incredible. Um, and so he would, I mean, it, the menu would change based on what ingredients were there and what was good and what wasn't. And so, um, I the- Talking about uh, the knowledge of the of the staff, we I was there with Craig and his girlfriend Kylie, from uh, Craig from the Orlando show, and she has she has Kylie has food allergies, and this waitress was so on it and knew exactly what was going on. There was no reason to talk to the chef. She knew what to do and how to handle it, and you know just it just there was just an awesome comfort level. Yep, well, it's an amazing difference. And you know what else was, um, I mean, I lost my thing. Sorry. I was on like fire. Anyways, um, um, again, the, um, one thing that, um, Christina mentioned to me to remember and that I didn't, like, I didn't appreciate, but it's so true was that when we're talking about the atmosphere and the people was the food was so good, and I know this should go at the end, but we're talking about people and knowledge of the staff. And now I'm going to do that as a news at 11. At the end, I'll tell you what that is because now I remember where my train of thought was. So now everybody has to listen to the rest of the review because at the end, I'll tell you what she said. Anyways, and it's a good um, – I just remember. Was the the near the end of the meal, we had the bread. You know, it was good bread and everything, you know. And um, she said, you know what? The, glute, the, the table next to us needed gluten-free bread, and – the server said, the gluten-free bread is better than the regular bread. Do you want to try it? Like, and I think she offered to let us try some. I was like, yeah, go ahead. Okay, my um, my uh, father and his girlfriend are like hardcore gluten, don't eat wheat, and, you know, shopping at the, you know, the farmer's market and all that stuff. And so I've had gluten-free stuff, and the bread is all, like, what, has anybody here had gluten-free bread before? Yes. <laughs> what, is, what is usually one of the It's sometimes... Kind of synonymous with cardboard, and it's also dense. Mm-hmm. It's really thick. Um, it I don't know how they did this. I think yeah. I think there was like Tinkerbell magic because it's from the same company that makes a lot of the gluten free products, Udi. So they get this dough somehow with the Disney magic. That bread was freaking amazing. Again, we're gonna use that word a lot. It was. It tasted so good, and it was light. And it wasn't like the texture was. I I would next time I go, next time we go, we're gonna get the gluten free bread because it was that good. Can you describe it more? I mean, what kind of? I think that was. I'm gonna say rosemary. I could be okay. wrong. So it's some because the regular bread is just like sourdough kind of French bread or something, right? Some kind of yeah. herb, but it was so good. And it was after I was full, and I kept like it was really good. I wanted to take it home, and it was gluten free. It was crazy. And again, it goes to the accommodation of, hey, it's really good. You should try it. Uh-huh. Like offering that. My friend at Blue Bayou, we asked for a third plate and seemed to be frustrated by it. Here, hey, I'm going to get you free bread. Like it just, again, night and day. Uh-huh. So, so we started with um, pumpkin tortilla soup. Okay. And right there, I'm like, okay, but I trust. I trusted it, right? Uh-huh. Um, we try and um. Christina like loves tortilla soup and we'll eat pumpkin. And so, you know, I'm the one that's wanting the burger and fries. So, um, the pumpkin tortilla soup, first of all, it's pumpkin. It was not overly sweet and overly pumpkin-y. 
Okay? It had nice. the perfect amount. Some of these really good words are not my own. I just have to... A disclaimer. Anyways, the per, it was had, the, had a great balance of flavor. Remember I talked about how they put dirt and cement and salt and make it a perfectly balanced meal? The pumpkin tortilla soup was perfectly balanced, and they added creme fraiche on it, which made it a little richer. Yep. And what was great about it was that it it made it so that you wouldn't just, okay, give me eight bowls of pumpkin tortilla soup. Because the creme fraiche made it rich, and so together it was like this was the perfect amount of soup and the perfect balance of flavors. And if you say, oh, pumpkin tortilla, I'm not going to raise my hand. But if they make it, definitely. How so much? Small how cup? A bowl, but not a big, I mean. It's about the size of a a small latte mug. Okay. Okay. Is it, would, they, would you say that? I gotta Tony. double check my pictures. Because when you do a split, it was a, it was a cup. There's no, there was no split. No, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, if you do a split on a soup, there you'll get about a demi toss. But he didn't do a size split, so portion. Why you well, we right. No, but uh, for people who want to Nobody split, cares. who are listening to this and going and wanting to split and thing, you I'm just telling you what the portion show. size are. You talked no, about I the last show. I'm not going to have Tom bring me down for this amazing meal. So go ahead. I know. Grumpy Gus over there. See, look, here's the deal. If the listeners would like to send me and my girlfriend to Carthay Circle all the time, I will always be this happy. And think of how great the show will be. So just send in gift certificates, Carthay Circle, (laughs) and I will always be in this good of a mood. Look, man, look at I mean nice to Nancy. But you're right, the 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 tortilla soup is nice to me all year. That's one of my favorite things about this year. The tortilla (laughs) soup is really good, by the way. I Um, I had it too. It's and then they put, of course, the tortilla crumbles on the top. Then the salad, Tom. Do you have the salad? It's Carthay autumn salad, roasted butternut squash, baby spinach, red endive, dried cranberry, and candied pecans. Okay, yeah. So I read it like, okay, fancy salad, but a review so let's try it now christina loves butternut squash i'm like whatever it's butternut squash again just give me the head of lettuce with the bacon and all the ranch and i'm happy so um that was literally the best salad i've ever eaten in my entire life and if you would have told me those are the ingredients i would have said okay sounds fancy but whatever the butternut squash was like like i was like wow it's i'm sitting there and it's it's again it's like a disney ride how do they do that that's why I kept thinking of food. Now, I know excellent chefs are able to do that. I've eaten at nice places, but nothing like this. Like, nothing where everything is freaking amazing. There it is, the fourth time I think, fourth of the time I said. So, the the butternut squash had, like, a tiny hint of sweetness as with the candied pecans, but it also brought that, like, meatiness and the earthiness of the squash. And, the like, the the spinach was, I mean, like, I hate to keep saying perfectly but everything, the textures were all perfect. There was nothing that was over or under anything. And I just, oh, I want more of this salad. And again, if you would have read me that, okay, here's your choice. Do you want this salad or the hunk, the slab with ranch and bacon? I would have picked the slab with ranch and bacon. But I think if someone's not an adventurous eater, not that any of these things are crazy adventurous, this is a perfect place to go to eat some different stuff and go, Wow, well, maybe if it's just cooked well, I would eat different things. Not that this is that different, but that salad, again, the greatest salad I've ever had in my life. There's a picture of it. I tried to get it autographed. The problem is <laughs> it and butternut squash don't have opposable thumbs, so it was hard for them to sign it. 
but <laughs> but I'm hoping that the salad will have a little character spot, and then I get the picture with the, nice. the salad. But um, sponsored by Nikon. Yeah, exactly. Um, so and then the texture. I mean, the texture, like the mix of everything. It was such everything was such a everything just went perfectly well together. Um, so then we. Got, so you're already in in appetizers and starters, and you're already a happy camper. Like I'm done. Get me out of here. See, Everything's great. The only thing uh, the, with the pre-fee menu are there's so, there's so many good and interesting appetizers on the carte menu, and all they offer you is the soup and salad for the pre-fee menu. So it's kind of kind of a downer. Two reasons why we did the pre-fee menu. One was because I wanted we wanted to do world color. Right. The reason was so we could try a bunch of different things. Right. And I started hearing about these biscuits. Yeah. I'm like, what? Well, and like the, the, the firecracker duck wings aren't on, on the preview menu. So. That's an appetizer. Okay, but then also shows you that in this limited menu, if it's this great, which in the limited menu. What can menu, the rest of the restaurant be? Yeah. 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 If it's, they're not going to put their greatest things ever on the preview. <laughs> Some of the great things on the preview, but they're also going to put things that, well, we know you need to get out in time yeah. or. You know, the things that go together. And so, yeah, it's amazing. So we decided to get lamb both ways. Okay, little disclaimer. Both Christina and I hate lamb. Don't like <laughs> it at all. However, oh. if, if, if you can, but then this is also kind of the challenge. If you can make me like lamb, then you're a freaking amazing chef. So let's go for it. It was amazing, and I don't like lamb either. Is she because it's did like you both order the same entree or no? Okay, it was well. There was two entrees. Two so entrees. We okay. Kept switching back and forth. Um, one of the things we got was lamb both ways, which had a lamb chop and lamb asabuco. Oh. Okay. Lamb chop? Are you kidding me? I remember when my mom used to make it. Sorry, mom. I love you, but it was gamey. I don't like lamb. Do you love no. lamb? Don't like it. Lamb at home is always gamey because the home cook usually. Doesn't know how to prepare it properly. Sorry. So but, there you go. So so it's like I'm not going to order something I don't like. But and um and we've been out and we've been to nice restaurants and stuff. This lamb, there was not one bit of gaminess about it. Mm-hmm. It rich and tasted great. It's like, well, I'll eat lamb now if it's cooked like this. Um, and it was um. There was no gaminess. It was succulent. It was delicious. And the asabuco, that's where we were like, okay, fine. It's your turn to have a bite. Okay. <laughs> so, was incredible. Good asabuco. Tender. And as we were eating, we're like, how did they prepare this this quickly, this good? Like, literally, I mean, they sped it up for us. And I'm thinking, wait, the same amount of time I just got this amazing lamb two ways, I would have just gotten my, um, you know, my fajitas platter at Casino Cucamonga, like, the same amount of time. I just, I, I, that blew me away, too. Like, Disney magic, how did this happen? Okay, we sped it up, we'll, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. No. Um, yeah, and it had a Zinfandel pomegranate sauce, which was, um. just kidding, of course, it was amazing. Like, it was perfect. I mean, everything went amazingly well and balanced together. I know Tom's like, dude, you're going over the top. It deserves over the top. Like it, it does. I, when we were done, I was like, this is the best meal I've ever had. Sorry, spoiler alert, if you couldn't figure that one out. It was the best meal we've ever had and best meal I've ever had, like by far. Um, 
I talked about the, we also had to um, help out the um, vegetarians in the audience. The butternut squash ravioli with Savoy cabbage and um, I think the mushroom sauce. And again, it was great. It was, I mean, I still can't get over the lamb two ways. Again, everybody, I hate lamb. She doesn't like lamb. We do not like lamb. Again, if you can make someone like lamb, like I, I can imagine, like or whoever the chef was sitting back there going, "Yeah, you don't like lamb." Step aside, I go. Like, Challenge accepted. Really? Like it's it was incredible. I mean, again, oh, you want a salad? You want a salad with ranch or bacon? I'm gonna give you butternut squash. Put this on, like boom, just like, <laughs> like it was so everything was. Again, I know I keep using the word not the most articulate, but it explains it well. Freaking amazing. Um, if you didn't go with that, way. what would have been your second choice? Wayne, this is why I don't miss you. <laughs> Answers to your questions. <laughs> I don't. I'd have to. Okay, let me look. See this because I'm looking through the menu here, and it's like, holy cow! What would you pick? There's like a pork chop. There is. Um... That's the. I'm not a we're I'm not a fish guy. We discussed the pork chop. The table next to us had the pork chop. Um, Angus, New York. The reason that wasn't chosen was because well, I have a tendency to always get steak. And also, it was the lamb. It was the lamb. Like, it was a basically a challenge. If you can make us like lamb, then you've done your job. And I, ha- mm-hmm. I had the steak, and it was just okay. Okay. Maybe. What have you had, Nancy? But you, but you know, I'm tough to please. Oh my gosh. Well, considering the kitchens are very similar, um, and the style of food prep is very similar to the Napa. Um, the Asabuco in I don't know how many versions I've had it in is always great. The Duck Two Ways, they serve that a lot at the Napa. Um, it, my husband loves duck because of the Duck Two Ways. Hmm. I, and it was it, way it, So I can only imagine. I mean, I'm a lamb lover, so I will order lamb on a menu. Um, I'm actually behind you guys and pulling up the menu. So sorry. <laughs> I'm just having a I'm having a moment today. <laughs> Believe it so. or not, this is one place I haven't had a chance to go to yet and that's just you sinful as that. it is. Yeah. Indeed. Completely agree. When are we going? Um, I Next see there's this, a, this weekend. I see I see there's a chicken on the menu. You know, that's more possible than you might think, sir. So let's just anyway. I see there's a chicken and that looks a little plain. So taking yeah, Tony's whole, whole, challenge... whole chicken with squash puree, sautéed uh, mushrooms, and sage essence. Yeah, see, now, I'm a chicken person, and it would be very interesting to see, could they bring that dish up to the level that Tony experienced right. with his dish? Right. Well, Second to that, I think I like the, the pasta dish that they I, have. I had the pasta. Um, it was okay for lunch. But I, I wouldn't get it for dinner. Okay. Um, for one, the for you like Tony says, I'm tough to please. But the the um, pasta was overcooked for one thing. Um, the other thing is the pasta. This what are they calling it? Um, Strazzapreti pasta. Mm-hmm. They're freaking huge. Okay. They're like penne pasta, you know, like tube-shaped pasta, but they're probably yeah. two and a half times longer than a penne. 
Okay. So it's really, really awkward to eat. I just see dried tomatoes and roasted garlic, and yeah. oh boy. Yeah. Well, and, and pancetta. I mean, how can you go wrong with pancetta? But yeah, yeah. Maybe I just hit it on a bad day, which is entirely possible. Hello, really, hello. Because I really like that pumpkin soup. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure you guys could hear me because I was yeah. saying stuff before and nobody. You're just okay. Sorry, no, I didn't we, mean to we, interrupt you. Okay, we weren't hearing you. <laughs> oh, but now you are. We are now. No, no. Oh, we are. Okay. Continue. Sorry, I just said hello, hello. Go no ahead. worries. That wasn't for me to interrupt. I was just wasn't sure if you could hear me. Oh yeah, okay. But, okay. Um, um, going, going back to the the we were talking about the starters, like you said, you know the two soups, the soup and the salad. But I mean, you got pot stickers, you've got calamari, you've got the firecracker duck wings. You got that's all on the regular menu. That's all on the regular menu. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got so, it. I mean, there's a whole is lot this of Tony? Is this menu only served with the World of Color package? Yes. Yes. Sorry. You were saying to yes, me. no, but that's good because you. I, I really probably would have said I don't know, but since you said yes, it was perfect. So yeah. thank you, Tom. Well, I mean, it's the same items. The entrees mm-hmm. are basically the same on the on the regular menu. For okay, so for dessert, again, we rushed through um, because of the world of color, but again, it was incredible. Um, for dessert, we had the warm apple oh my God. pecan pound cake with mm-hmm. caramel and um, with um, green apple sorbet. You know, I really just kidding. I'm joking. It was amazing. I'm trying to like, like, nah, I didn't like it. No, it was like everything was amazing. That sorbet, that that sorbet is amazing in itself. I I wanted a whole bowl of it. It's one of those. Oh, we're sharing. Okay, I love you. I love you. Okay, (laughs) share. Like, can we just each have our own? You know. Um, and then we had the chocolate decadent layer cake, which we um. Brought home and finish it later with, which was really very good. Um, again, just a reminder to Blue Bayou, you could have named your cake <laughs> chocolate decadent layer cake instead of chocolate cake. Anyways. Okay. So the news at 11, my little last thing that I wanted to, um, mention, um, was that, um, one thing that Christina brought up to me, which, you know, being smarter than me, obviously she thinks obviously. of these things that I wasn't really paying attention. Obviously easy, Tom. Okay, um, is, uh, obviously. Don't agree too um, well. Yeah. Hey, I'm not the one scared of large pasta. I know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there. There were a lot of things I could have said when you were discussing that pasta. I'm just gonna say. Luckily, your microphone was having trouble. It was, cause I was gonna go off on you and the tube shaped pasta that was too large. Anyways, um, see, Wayne's back. I have to go there somehow. <laughs> right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, was that the fact that both we talked to two different group tables while we were eating. And um, oftentimes, and again, these are not my own thoughts. These are the amazing. But she reminded me, I was like, you're right. I, you know, you need, do need to mention this. Was that, that the food is so good that you're compelled to talk to the people around you about what you're eating. And it's not like a whole Disney thing, but that, like, the couple next to us got the lamb chop. I'm like, we almost got that. That looked really good. How is it? And then we started talking to them about the food. You mean the pork or, chop? Um, the pork chop. Sorry, not lamb chop. That sucker's or, thick too, isn't it? Oh, it's that like, thing was mm-hmm. yeah. It was it was gigantic. And then um, the people next to us mentioned to us that we should get something, which I don't remember. But off, if the food is so good that you're compelled to tell to talk to people about it, mm-hmm. like you need to try the bread. It's we just had this. It's so good. That's a level of a restaurant that you don't see. That it's so good that this, even though you're in Disney and all that stuff, but that 
hey, I got to let them know about how great this is. It's so good that I'm going to share it with these total strangers. And it's not like the other restaurants where it's a little more lively. So it's it seems like it's more you're more willing to do that. You know, like a blue Bay, well, not blue Bayou wouldn't, but just that you're here and it's I think it's a very intimate restaurant. And um Okay, I won't make a pasta joke. And um it, it's it's a very Is it a small dining room? No, but it feels intimate. Well no, like, but it's just, multiple yeah. it's multiple small multiple yeah, dining rooms. Yes, which is what I'm yeah, it's multiple dining rooms, but what I'm saying about intimate is just the atmosphere. Okay. It's nice. And I hate to use that really that one dollar word, but really nice. But the, the food is so good that you want to talk to your neighbors about it and tell quiet them how great. Quiet or noisy? Quiet. When we so, were. so is it's very cozy. Yeah, what cozy? Yeah, what I was what I was wondering, Tony, is was the atmosphere and the environment did that just help the meal along? Was that a contributor it, to how wonderful this whole thing was? Yeah, it, it helped, but it didn't. Which need room to help. were you in? I, Which room were you know. in? I don't. Were really you in the main know. room, or were you in one of the two balcony rooms next to the balconies? The um, okay. It uh, it it added. Okay, so um, I always get lost coming okay. back into that circular dining room. <laughs> okay, so um, it's like okay, I'm trying to think of some metaphor, and I can't. Um, something's already okay. Something's already great. Enhanced. It, it just enhanced it. Enhanced it. It's like I, I can't. I can't even. I can't even say what it's like. Like I'm. And I'm Mr. Metaphor. I can't come up with a metaphor that describes that. Like okay, even if this food would have been in a paper sack, it would have been freaking amazing. And then you add everything else, it just makes it more freaking amazing. Like it just. It was the. There's best a thing. sense of. There's a sense of casual elegance. It's not, it's not grand like the Napa. You know, the Napa is a big grand room. You know, right. you've got all the, the high ceilings and this. This is definitely, especially if you're in one of the, the balcony dining rooms, it's more, it's smaller and more intimate. I mean, like the, there's all, only all one the row of tables. In all that the dining room. rooms have different feel to them though. Yes. Some are darker, like like Steakhouse Fifty Five, and others are are yeah. more light. And then you you could also dine on the patio. Okay, yeah. and then let's forget about let's not forget about the fact that you get a discount with your pass, right? And for about one, mm-hmm. I mean, really one fifty. That's okay. Again, when something's they could they should charge like three fifty for that meal. It's that good. Was this um, fixed pricing for this one? Mm-hmm. It was at fifty nine. Yeah. Yeah. And like this meal was worth way more than fifty nine would be your your appetizer, entree, dessert, and a drink. And then I would say, I to be honest, it's worth getting the pass just to be able to go to this restaurant. <laughs> I believe I like really do, and I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect. I just knew every you know liked it and stuff. But again, here's my point: I got stuff that I wouldn't get based on its description, or stuff that I purposely or we purposely didn't like, and it was amazing. Like that this salad. Was your first trip. First trip. I just like I was blown away. Like and I said, this is the best meal I've ever had. Just everything. Yes. Being with an amazing person made it great, but 
I've also eaten dirty barbecue in Texas with this amazing person, and it's great. But in terms of the food and everything together, it's like, again, it's I, the eighth time I've said it, maybe it's freaking amazing. Well, like it, I it's, cannot. Go it's, back. An ex, it's an ex, it's a dining experience. It is, and I don't think there's one that's even close. I don't think any of the other. That's actually really encouraging because overall, you have to remember that these are theme park restaurants. And with that environment, you can only go so far. Now, we all know, because we were, we've been through this from the beginning, we know that Carthay Circle was touted as this is going to now be our top signature restaurant for the entire property, bar none. And it's encouraging that Tony had this experience and that it's living up to what we were told it was going to be. And, and, and you want to go, that's for sure. And you know what else? It's really encouraging is I think they've actually dumbed down the menu since they started doing the pre-fee. Less fancy? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I mean, because used to, or before, that's bad grammar, before all you had to do was order any entree and either an appetizer or dessert to get your World of Color pass. So you could choose anything off the menu, and so the menu was... Wide range. Now I think that was becoming complicated, though. Yeah, but mm. now so now everything's kind of in the same price range, so that they could do the pre-fee menu. That's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, if the food is still good, then then there's there's no problem with it. So, Tony, not to jump ahead too much, but obviously this is now your top favorite, way better than. Oh. Blue Bayou, as you said. Well, have, really, they should. Have you been to Napa Rose? Did you say you'd you'd been there before? Yeah, and I think it kicked its butt too. And okay, steak, so you like you like Carthy better than than Napa Rose, better than Steakhouse. Yes, better by far Goofy's the kitchen? best. Better than Goofy's by kitchen. By far the best restaurant. <laughs> I don't, it's the best meal I've ever been. I've ever had. Well, you know, wow. Chef Gloria, who's kind of run in the place. Andrew's the executive chef, but Chef Gloria kind of runs the place. She used to run the little restaurant that was upstairs of where the um, Trattoria sits now. Of the one, You know, there used to be a little restaurant right. way up top with the balcony. Yeah. I can't even remember what it used to be called. But it was phenomenal. That was like the flagship restaurant when they first opened California Adventure. And then it just kind of, everybody kind of forgot about it. Well, they closed it when they were having problems in the park with attendance and stuff, so. We actually ate at Carthay um, Thanksgiving weekend with my cousins, and they they invited us along, and they they got a 9 o'clock reservation late for dinner, but we were able to sit on the balcony facing, facing Disneyland, and watch the fireworks from up there, which was kind of cool. Sweet. Yeah. They piped in the music mm-hmm. up on the balcony, so we enjoyed our appetizers and watched watched um, Believe in Holiday Magic fireworks. So that was kind of cool. So, to bring it all back and tie up in a bow, <laughs> a la Wayne, but he, Wayne had already, you know, I, Wayne's not even. I'm, I'm again, just like Carthay Circle. Is in a class by itself in terms of storytelling. Wayne is in a class <laughs> himself, so I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to tie it up together 
like, uh, I don't know, um, like, uh, Blue Bayou style. Like, I'll try my best, but it's probably not good enough, you know? Um, but once in a while, you have an amazing experience. Once in a while, you have an amazing person. And once in a while, you get to do those things together. Bring everything together and have an amazing experience. It's what Disney does best. And like Tom always says that it's always better when it's shared. It's always better when it's shared with an amazing person and an amazing experience. And I think Carthay Circle was like, was the, the, not was, I think, I know it was the best food experience I have ever had. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Wayne, for joining us again. Thank you, sir. Thanks, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, that's going to do it for this segment of the Does Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.